0: From the Trenches, I'm here with John Shepard, Assistant Commissioner, Single Touch Payroll. John, how are you? Hey, I'm good, thanks Paul. Thanks for having me on your show. Uh, Just a small topic, Single Touch Payroll seems to be everywhere. Software companies especially are helping get the message out in this digital age We won't go into the details. I think by now everyone sort of knows what it is, effectively just the digital reporting of payroll at time of pay run. So that's out of the way. We've had the the substantial employees uh, 19 and above in, in for a year. How's that rollout been and, and what is a sort of some of the learnings?
1: Uh, look, it's gone really well. It's obviously um, been a gradual rollout over the year. We started 1 July 2019. Um, a, l- a number of the larger products needed a little bit more time to get ready, so we had some deferrals in place. So it's been a very gradual and steady rollout, but still quite positive. We're up to, I think, around 53,000 substantial employers now reporting. That's the 20 or more. Um, on behalf of now, um, we've got around 7 million employees in the system. So that's gone extraordinarily smoothly to be honest and the payroll provider software developers have done a fantastic job at building this in. And and I think on, on that they absolutely have, you know, and I think
0: now for a lot of people who are who already are using an STP compliant software, it is click of a button, go in and put your SSID number if you're lodging as an agent, uh, through your access manager. Can you talk a little bit about some of the... Um, and we've worked together on the the micro group for micro employers and closely held. Do you want to talk a little bit about the low-cost, um, no-cost solutions uh, that are out there, the list, and maybe some of the traffic around that? Because that's been... in. An- Uh, An interesting thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'd firstly say that it's been a bit of a different approach to this for the ATO. We haven't actually put this into the portal. There's still a few myths around that you can do some SDP reporting through the portals. That's not the case. You can't do it through the clearinghouse. There is no ATO solution, but our approach instead was to work with industry to come up with a range of options and we've seen that now there's a register on our website um, of 20 odd solutions that range from mobile apps to be able to send data through securely to the ATO each payday, some online forms and importantly some full payroll solutions that have been released at $10 or less per month. So we think that's affordable um, and bring a lot more benefits of course than just um, SDP reporting.
0: I think some of us, I remember that day that we sort of, it took us a whole day, I think, to talk about low cost, no cost and what that meant. So, look, I'm glad, and, and, and I, I guess I'm really impressed in the software that it, it largely did self-regulate it Self, You know, I, I suppose there are ones that do want to offer those and there certainly are no, uh, no cost solutions, which is refreshing. I always, I thought as soon as you said a $10 limit, everyone was going to come in at nine ninety nine, which which most of them have. But, but that's certainly good. And, and I think I constantly hear a lot around that online services, like, oh, why can't we use the portals or anything? Um, there are some great, some great options. What, um, so apart from the systems being ready. What have you seen in the last 12 months, sort of, I guess, from that employee experience? It's it's different. You know, we're probably going to go into the first year now where some employees aren't going to see a payment summary, which for some people I think is going to be a bit scary. Have you heard or, or seen any reaction to having the information both in... Uh, you know, at Centrelink level, at MyGov level and, and through the agent online services level?
1: Um, look, from an employee perspective, it's been really seamless. We haven't emphasised this to employees because this is still betting in the change and there's a lot of employers, as I said, gradually coming on. So there's no big change. And clearly the data that we've made available through MyGov, through ATI Online to employees is the same data they see on their payslip or they would see on their end of year payment summary. It's just... Um, updating each payday. So that's that's one point. I think the other one is... And includes
0: a super, I think.
1: And yeah. the one new thing that we're getting um, through to the ATO is their super liability, but of course that was because it should be on their payment on their payslip. That's of a course. fair work requirement. Yep. So we said, well, send that to us at the same time. The other new thing, though, that employees are starting to discover is that we're now getting all of the contribution information from super funds sent to us um, within 10 days of the contribution. And so all that data now, if people log on to their MyGov account, can actually see... The payments of their super by their employer and that's a whole new you know new thing and i think as people come in to do their tax return if they do their own this year or come into my gov to check on the progress of their assessment or something they will see that data online
0: and i think the interesting thing for me john about that data is that it, it, we're now seeing it as agents inside online services for agents the new portal we're getting the real-time stp data um, and we're getting the super data as well which i think is really interesting
1: yeah absolutely, and can be more proactive then obviously where there's super not being paid.
0: Now and now just very quickly on the super. How often you had some some dates around how often the ATO get contributions, so you get the STP side from the payroll, How quickly do you get
1: the contributions data? Um within ten days of each contribution essentially. So we're receiving fund data every day you know coming through to us now rather than what that in the old system that was once a year. So. And for self-managed super funds, though, it is still once a year. Yeah, that's correct.
0: Absolutely. That's uh, good to know so that people know yeah. where the information is coming and, more importantly, when. We are coming up to tax time, obviously. We're yeah. coming out of the fog of tax lodgements um, and into a tax time. And and for some, as I said, the, the first tax time that they're not going to see a payment summary. Can you, I guess, just talk us through the end-of-year um, process while different has some similarities. You know, there's still a finalisation agreement. Do you want to just talk us through what year-end looks like under STP? Because some early adopters will have to go through it despite
1: only turning on STP recently. Absolutely. So, um, it's importantly there's two messages, if you like. So, for your employer clients as an agent, um, the message is that you need to finalise your STP report by the 31st of July this year. Um, and you don't, if you do that, you don't need to do your payment summary annual report and you don't need to of course give your employees a payment summary that was one of the key benefits we talked about.
0: So 31 July which is a change because I think we're
1: used to 14
0: July or 15 July.
1: Well it was 14 July to give your employees a payment summary and 14 August to give the to lodge the PSAR file up to the ATO through your NJU file. Right
0: so in terms of SDP you basically cut the in We cut the, the date difference in half. for the
1: first year and yep. then from next year onwards it will be the 14th of July.
0: Right. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Good, good dates to note because I myself didn't didn't know. You want to talk a little bit about the finalisation? Obviously, part of the year end process we know is going back over your payroll records, making sure they're right, fixing up any discrepancies for self employed people. That is often the time where they make that tax decision or income decision around how much of their their takings from the business were were wages. It, you know, what's that finalisation? It still needs to add the FBT data.
1: That yep. can be unimportantly importantly added during the year, like when you get that data, or at the end of year in finalisation. So the FBT doesn't have to be, of course, reported every payday, um, and nor does the salary sacrifice stuff that can be added in at the end of the year. And that's all done through the software, not dissimilar to the PSAR uh, Absolutely. file? Absolutely, yep. you do it through the software, you don't have to worry about separate payment summary for that information. You did touch on people doing their own self-employed um, there are some special rules in place for them, what we would call closely held. Of course, they've had a long, long-held long concession that they don't need to do their payment summaries until they go to the agent to do their tax return. That can be as late as April or May, I think, the following year. Um, we put in place some special rules there. In the first, They get an exemption for the first year, and then they'll need to report an estimate each quarter. And still have the ability to do that true up at year end.
0: And is that is that extension for the year? Is that do they need to apply, or do you know who they are? What's we know the who they are.
1: If they're on the if they're on those closely held lists that we use now for the lodgement program, they don't need to tell us. What they do need to do though is get ready for the for um, from one July next year to start that quarterly reporting and that estimate, because it is better practice that they should. I know they're a bit different because they don't have regular pay events. We've heard all those kind of examples through the micro group. Um, and so we've tried to come up with a pragmatic solution that has them at least reporting something in the quarter when the withholding's due and but still acknowledging that there's often a true up at year end. Absolutely.
0: And a great segue there. Let, let's, go, let's go in and I guess as we're talking to, to agents, tax agents and, and, and BAS agents here... I want, to, I want you to talk about the exciting email that we all got excited about and then what I want to do is I, I kind of want to go through what an agent does for the people on that list and, and almost a flowchart yeah. um, or a decision tree. So do you want to tell us about the email that everyone should have got around the 17th to 20th of May?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what we um, responded, we had a couple of requests um, about providing a list of all of the clients we're expecting to see into SDP over you know, all employees, all employers sorry, and importantly coming up to 1 July this year. And so we've generated a list of all of those who have the withholding registration for, um, for as an employer and importantly those that lodged a payment summary and a report to us last year. So it won't there'll be some things missed in that, but we've got that list out via email and that's gone out to every agent, BAS and tax agents, depending on who's nominated, and in some cases it was both.
0: In the history of trenches, when I talked about receiving that email on one of our prior episodes, I have never got more messages, emails, LinkedIn, Twitter messages in my life than, I need that email, can you tell me where it is? So, and and I, I copied and pasted the subject uh, the subject line. Let's go through a decision tree. So I've got my list. The ATO given it. A lot of the software providers didn't, but that's their problem. So I've got the ATO list. So I guess, what are my steps? So you spoke a little bit about the, the closely held. So if I go on the list, I've got, you know, XYZ plumbing, you know what am I? What am I looking for? First of all, I'm looking for no arms length employees. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And if if you know if they've previously been on the closely held deferral, nothing happens. Yeah. That's right. You can happily tell them, business as usual. Obviously, we said that you, they all businesses have been able to adopt in.
1: Yes, of course, they can opt in, absolutely. Yeah,
0: so they got a year, awesome. What about, uh, you know, a lot of those businesses that obviously have the business owner who may or may not pay wages depending on a good year, bad year, otherwise, but they do have one one arm's length or, or yeah. you know, one or two, so they're still in that micro group. Where do they sit?
1: Um, certainly, you know, one of the things we look at is whether or not the employer has software and I think the agent's obviously really well placed around that, so our message is really importantly being don't wait. If you've got software, the software is pretty easy to actually start submitting. You're already going through most of the process. Do that final step and start sending those files. Importantly, after you've nominated your software ID, so that's got to be nominated to the ATO and the agent can do that on behalf of. Um, And we've already got, um, interestingly, around 63,000 employers, small employers, who have done exactly that. They've opted in early. And, and, that, and
0: the smalls have overtaken the, uh, the, the 1 to 9, the 19 plus,
1: sorry. Yeah, correct. They've Absolutely. So um, I think we've got 53,000 substantials, 20 or more, and we've got 63,000. Last week that figure crossed over, and every day at the moment we're getting a, an average of around 1,300 employers starting their reporting. So I think it's 13,000 started in the last two weeks, which is just phenomenal.
0: So unless, unless you're closely held and unless you already know that, you, you, you know, that certainly you could, you've got an extra year. Everyone else, um, the magic date really is 30 September, to be uh i think the term you use is engaged yes yeah Yeah. so you want to talk about those those i think there's three engagement options one is obviously if you've got the software or if you're able to get the software yeah there are some great low and no cost solutions one out there which i'm really excited about once they fix a little bit of security i won't talk about it till they do you know what what are the other options
1: So, look, so there's those people that, you know, are are, are able and could actually identify a solution and start reporting and the agent thinks that, you know, we can get them up and running by September or they just might need a little bit more time. Certainly there's the ability... We gave until 30 September to just start, so don't worry about a deferral if you can start by then. Um, If not, that engagement is, come in and tell us how much more time you need. So if you need a little bit more time to get going, let's say it's six months, come in and do that through the portal. Those clients that you think will get going but only just need a bit of extra time to pick up a product and get ready to use it themselves, that's kind of Group 2. Group 3 is our quarterly reporting group, and that quarterly reporting, we've allowed, it as a transition, the agent to lodge on behalf of those micro-employers, importantly, 1 to 4, who are probably not very digitally able, quite paper-based, need a lot of hand-holding from the agent and and come in every quarter and do their BAS. What we're saying is that that group can also apply to do that quarterly reporting for two years, that would be kind of group three. And the idea is the agent, um, they still need to have an STP solution, they can't do it through the portal, but they could actually set up the solution for them, do it with them or for them for the up to two years and then set them free and actually obviously train them to be able to do that themselves on payday. And, and I think it's, it's,
0: it's really interesting and, and uh, we're at uh, QBC at the moment and, and so there is a lot of talk about the tech and, and some of the tech, you know, Businesses that are complex need a bigger inventory system, so, you know, their payroll just is whatever they get in there. For me, I think one of the the biggest things around that, we talk about an agent has to lodge that quarterly. You know, it's not a tax agent solution. It's a a publicly available solution, as if you would ordinarily go out and buy a solution as a business. It's just that the agent has to have that business, um, uh, that solution... Um, they control it, and I guess I guess yeah. they lodge it. So just to recap on that, because I think that's important, that the engagement by uh, 30, 30 September is either turn it on, yeah. uh, be closely held, and then you, you've got some time, ask for a little bit of time, and there's, I believe, an ATO... Website form? Um, the forms you... on the
1: business or the agent portal are on the new online services for tax professionals.
0: Great, great. And that's important. So you can yeah. get deferrals there for clients. So there's a, a small deferral for clients that just need a little bit more time. Yeah. There are some... Uh, and I think the three tests are non, no digital software, paper-based. Was there a third one for um, that group? Something
1: around... Um, no outstanding payments or debts not subject to a payment arrangement. So it's okay to have outstanding but people you know working through paying stuff back. If they've got a payment arrangement that they're keeping up with, they can also be put into that contract.
0: And that's a very interesting point. If you want a deferral, you got to have yeah, you got to have your uh, your lodgements up to date even if you've got a payment arrangement in. Uh, look, I think it's going to certainly be a big year. Um, bringing the substantials you get a lot of people in uh, in sort of a limited number of employee uh, employers trying to get the rest of the cattle through the STP gate might be uh might be a really interesting uh, interesting time. Do you want to talk a little bit about the other resources that are available to both agents and businesses from the ATO?
1: Absolutely. We've got um now some really good fact sheets there for micro employers and small employers and what they've got to do. There's a fact sheet there on closely held. Um, importantly, that explains the process and the rules around that. And there is a new fact sheet coming around the quarterly reporting option that'll be there soon. So that's all at ato.gov.au forward slash STP. And we're getting some pretty good feedback now. And that's also where you find the register, obviously. So not just the register of low cost solutions, there's a link there off to the complete register of STP enabled solution of which there's over 100 products that are enabled. So yeah, absolutely, everything in one place. Absolutely, John. Thank
0: you so much. And, and we do and unfortunately finish this on a sad note that you are you're leaving the role of Assistant Commissioner for Single Touch Payroll. It is such a sad day. And can I just say the work you have put in to this this area? I've had a long association with Focus Groups, and, and I don't think uh, online services was certainly big. Shout out to Andrew Watson as well. He did an amazing job too. But certainly the the openness and honesty with which you both appreciated our feedback and challenged it when it when it was probably too far, is commendable. So thank you so much for all of the work you've
1: done. Oh, thanks, Paul. It's been a, one of the best things I've ever done um, and certainly getting to work so closely with the tax agent and accounting community has been just fantastic and, and it's been a real um, joint effort on that, including with the software providers. The whole SDP thing, interestingly, was not ever going to be delivered as an ATO thing. It had to be a collective effort and the benefits are far-reaching and you touched earlier on, you know, um, invoicing systems and stuff. Like, there's lots to come, e-invoicing, lots of exciting things that will bring benefit back to business and there's lots of future phases of STP where we can use the data, importantly, to stop government coming back all the time to get income details off employers. Mm. And saving time removing red tape. John, thank you very much for your time. No, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks again for listening to an episode of From the Trenches. David and I love to hear from listeners. So you can reach out if you've got feedback or story ideas, get in touch. I can be reached on Twitter at Paul meisner underscore or on LinkedIn, Paul meisner. I'm on Twitter at David Boyar, B-O-Y-A-R,
1: on LinkedIn, David Boyar. From the Trenches.